Welcome. You're listening to Blood Advances Talks. Blood Advances Talks are scholarly review articles that are presented in an audio format and published in the American Society of Hematology's open access journal, Blood Advances. Transcripts for Blood Advances Talks undergo the same rigorous peer review process as all articles published in Blood Advances and can be downloaded by visiting bloodadvances.org. We thank you for listening. Hello, my name is Valder Ruda from the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and the Perryman School of Medicine at the University of Pennsylvania. The title of my talk is Why Was AV Factor A Gene Therapy Not Approved by the FDA Yet? My disclosures and potential conflicts of interest are I'm a member of the Scientific Advisory Board for Geneventi and Ask Bio for programs that leave gene therapy. And I hold patents for novel factor eight variants for and for cell-based therapies for inhibitors in hemophilia. Okay. Currently, the field of gene therapy for hemophilia is experiencing a growing enthusiasm. The approval of the first adeno-associate viral AAV vector for gene therapy for hemophilia B is anticipated in the near future. Thus, there is also optimism for similar approach for hemophilia A, which is encouraged by the efficacy data from early phase one slash two studies on AV serotype five or factor eight and the ongoing pivotal phase three study further contribute for these expectations. I will provide scientific perspective and clinical impact assessment on published data, as well as recent updates on the advanced studies for hemophilia A. The clinical development realm for AV factor eight is complicated relative to the AV factor nine due to the challenges such as uh, efficient AV vector packet of the large factor eight cDNA and the choice of the liver target cell. Both issues were partially addressed with all current AAV factor eight strategies and clinical trials by employing a shorter version of a codon optimized factor eight cDNA be domain deleted and a liver specific promoter to guide the ectopic expression in the hepatocytes rather than in the liver sinusoids in the tissue cells, which is the normal site or since of factor eight in the liver and by the use of AAV serotype with the high levotropies. Recombinant AAV vectors producing distinct platforms such as insect cell lines or mammalian cell lines have been used for liver gene therapy for hemophilia. However, these vectors are not identical regarding either product characterization and post-translation modification, as well as efficacy. 
The clinical trials of AAV serotype 5 for factor 8 produced in the insect cell line show some difference with the other AAV products, including a therapeutic dose that is 10 to 20 fold higher than the AAV producing mammalian cells, and the slow kinetic or gene expression to achieve plateau level. As well as some safety concerns, such as the early transient hepatotoxicity of anocos, which no clear response to immunomodulators, and finally the lack of AAV capsid mediate cellular responses were also unique to the AAV factor eight study using vector produced in the insect cell lines. All these factors modulate the efficacy and safety during the short-term follow-up window. Notably, the long-term follow-up of the early phase trials show a surprise decline in the factor eight levels after year one and continuously throughout the year five pause AV mediated expression. There is no evidence of increased liver enzymes or decreasing the liver function by standard clinical tests. Thus, strategies such as immunosuppression were not amendable to control the late onset complications. Therefore, this data on the decline of factor eight expression have direct implication for the main goal of AAV-based gene therapy for hemophilia, which is to provide sustained efficacy in patients that exhibit life expectancy close to the man without hemophilia. There are several regulatory-based data and specifications for the evaluation approval of an investigational new drug. Here, we will discuss some of them from a scientific viewpoint. Durability and stability of factor eight expression by liver deliver of AAV5 produced in insect cell lines. There is very limited mouse data compare AV vectors manufactured differently side by side. Notably, there is no long-term study using primates for AV factor eight. Rather than unexpectedly, some potential clinical outcomes were not in fact properly addressed in preclinical models. One anticipated future is the high dose of the vector required for insect cell lines compared with the mammalian cell lines to achieve therapeutic levels either in hemophilia A or in hemophilia B models and in clinical trials. The short-term follow-up, there is only published clinical studies for hemophilia is based on AV serotype 5, factor eight that is sponsored by Biomarine. Therapeutic levels of factor eight were obtained in cohort three, enrolling seven patients, and cohort four, enrolled 
six patients. This cohort is classified as high and mid dose. High dose is six times 10 to the 13 vector genome per kilo. And the mid dose is four E13 vector genome per kilo, respectively. At one year after vector administration, the median factor eight levels in the higher dose cohort was 60 international units per deciliter, determined by chromogenic assay. In six out of the seven subjects, factor eight levels were within the normal range, while in one subject, factor eight levels were in the middle hemophilia A range. ALT levels increased transiently in all seven patients, but there is no evidence of cellular immune response and factor eight levels were unaffected. As per protocol, all subjects receive, receive prophylactic steroid therapy, but there is no clear association on the immunosuppressive therapy usage and the ALT levels. In the mid-dose cohort, at one year after vector administration, median factor eight levels were 23 international units per deciliter, which is consistent with the vector dose response. Steroids in this cohort was administered therapeutically in four out of the six subjects initiated after 60 days following vector delivery. Thus, in the early follow-up of these cohorts, there was one, dose-dependent transgene expression, and two, increased ALT in the absence of cellular immune response without detrimental effects on factor eight levels. The underlying mechanism of the ALT increase remains unclear, but it's possible that the combination of the higher vector doses, supraphysiological levels of factor eight could induce minimal or subclinical liver damage. The long-term follow-up after year one, in the high-dose cohort, median factor eight levels fell from 60 at one year to 26 at year two to 20 international units per deciliter at year three. In the mid-dose cohort, median factor eight levels fell from 23 international unit per deciliter at year one to 13 international units per deciliter year two. Thus, in the high dose cohort, there is a continuous drop in the factory transgene levels of 43% over the period of two years with a further 10% decline over year three. Similar decrease of 30% in the factor eight levels were also observed in year two 
for the Mito's court. Again, there is no evidence of recurrence of increasing in the ALT levels or abdominal liver function. There is also no use of visceroids at these late points aimed at the prevention of risk of factor VIII levels. Recent data presented in the 29th Congress of the International Society of Thrombosis Hemostasis show median factor VIII levels of 8.2 international unit by year five in the high dose cohort and 4.8 international unit per deciliter by year four in the mid-dose cohort. What did you learn from the decline of factor VIII transient expression by AV liver gene therapy. Overall, these data were surprising since there was no evidence of late onset decline in the transient expression levels in other clinical trials of AV mediated liver gene therapy for hemophilia or other disease. Moreover, data from clinical trials on AV5 expressive factor 9 also produced in sex cell lines but deliver a much lower dose than in hemophilia A shows sustained expression factor 9 levels up to 5 years suggests that at least in part the transgene may also have influenced the long-term expression. The use of the mammalian uh, 293 derived AV express K9 B domain deleter factor 8 show multi-year expression in hemophilia A dogs at therapeutic levels. But in this experiment, factor 8 in these dogs were not at the supra-physiological levels as we observe in the clinical trials. That's, it is likely the combination of vector production platform, vector dose, early superphysiological levels of the transient, together with ectopic expression, result in the late onset of declines of factor eight levels. Unfortunately, Long-term studies of AAV5 express factor VIII produced in sex cell lines in non-human primates beyond week eight or in hemophilia A dogs are lacking to formally confirm or to refuse the natural occurrence of this unexpected data. Long-term follow-up of hemophilia dogs receiving similar vector, but expressing K9 B-domain deleter factor 8 was presented by Dr. Lillicrab's group at ISTH and may shed the lights on this matter in the near future. In exploring the potential underlying mechanism for the later set of the factor 8 levels decline, let's have a close look into the liver toxicity 
as well as in the liver biopsy. It is likely that the early increase in the liver enzyme could initially reflect a non-specific inflammatory response, not necessarily an adaptive immune response to a specific transient that took place despite of prophylaxis with steroid therapy. Hence, the lack of clear correlation between steroid therapy and normalization of a ALT. It is possible that subclinical liver damage due to overload of AAV particles and byproducts may be the ongoing uh, after vector administration. Hepatocyte cell renewal upon liver damage may result over time in death of the transduced cells. And liver regeneration is complex with increasing hepatocyte size and changing employee infected in 15 to 30% of hepatocytes in normal adults are binuclear. These cells receive distinct amounts of vectors and or bioproducts exposed and undergo damaging repair, but not at the same time. Thus, the slow decline of transient expression levels without detectable liver damage by standard clinical tests may explain the factor eight at later time points. Whether the use of distinctive markers of liver uh, toxicity and or RNA-seq of the liver biopsy could further clarify this complication remain unknown. Alternatively, the drop in factor eight expression may be from endothelial reticulum, ER, stress during the ectopic and or overexpression factor eight, including the accumulation of misfolded protein and amyloid-like fibrins in the ER. Hepatocytes are predominantly the cell type in the liver that produce large amounts of protein and are enriching the ER. ER stress induces adaptive cellular response, such as unfold protein response, UPR, which is a central mediator in a number of liver disease. So far, studies on the ER stress trigger UPR upon the liver AV vector and the duration of sustained transient expression are lacking. Unfortunately, there is no biomarker of the ER-related stress that could be used in these clinical studies using peripheral blood samples. In addition, it is possible that gradual turnover of this table factor eight expressed hepatocytes and molecular instability of the epsomal AV DNA encode the oversized transient cassette 
as suggested by the analysis of PBMCs from the subjects and vector manufacturing could all contribute to a slow decline in the transgene expression levels. And finally, immune response to the new transgenes are unlikely due to the lack of inhibitor by Bethesda C and exclusive subjects with history of inhibitor in all highly exposed to factor VIII protein. However, there are no data on the low by the antibody to factor VIII in this study. The following question is whether liver biopsy provides further clarification on the continuous decline of factor VIII transient expression. The rationale for liver biopsy is still debatable. Except for the aim to assess local parameters of gene transfer, such as vector genome copy, factor VIII RNA levels, and gene vector genome forms, and as well as histopathology. In the current study, liver samples collected three years from subjects injected with the vector at one at a relative low dose 6 e 12 vector genome per kilo and one f 4 e 13 per kilo show 1.3 and 32% hepatocyte with vector genomes respectively. But no other difference was shown in the local gene transfer parameters. Moreover, there is no insights on the durability of expression or local liver toxicity. Thus, it seems like the liver biopsy at a single time point may not be informative in this process, and serobiopsies are likely to be impractical. The assessment of both subclinical liver toxicity mechanisms discussed here was further complicated by the use of prophylactic steroids. In the ongoing phase three trials, the use of steroids was only administered based on the clinical indication. Therefore, the outcome of this parameter may differ from the early phase studies. An update on the ongoing large phase three studies of AV factor eight enroll 132 subjects at a single dose of 6E13 vector genome per kilo with the therapeutic use of steroids that will provide better evidence to confirm or to revoke some of the hypothesis raised during the early phase studies that typically include the limited number of subjects, in this case only 15. Data present at the 29th Congress of the International Society of Thrombosis Hemostasis showed median factor eight levels of 23.9 international units per deciliter in 132 subjects. This was over a period of 49 to 52 weeks follow-up. The follow-up above two years or in a subgroup of 17 
out of these 132 patients showed that the median factor, median factor rate levels dropped to 14.7 international units per deciliter. This data seems to be consistent with the phase one slash two study with the factory decline over time following vector administration. A long-term follow-up will provide information required by the FDA. Ideas, implications for this studies for hemophilia to water disease. Translational studying and relevant animal models could provide invaluable information of an given strategies on both short and long-term follow-up. This will optimize the therapeutic strategy while provide the rationale for the design of a clinical trial. Since to date, AAV re-administration remains elusive, does the possibility of a single therapeutic opportunity further support the need of an optimized strategy? An AV factor eight strategy should be based on the benefits of therapeutic levels of factor eight with minimal or no risk of cellular response and sustained and durable expression. Studies on variability of factor eight should consider the wide range of factor eight levels in normal subjects. Clearance is mostly due to the von Willebrand factor interaction and other clearance mechanisms. It is important to remember that all these were exploited only in models where factor eight is synthesized at the normal site but not in the hepatocyte. Further insights on the durability will be derived from well-planned preclinical studies in relevant models. In a more challenged option, clinical trials, data from phase three studies in a large cohort as described in the ongoing clinical trial, I like to provide unique information. Thus, is anticipated that all this data collected will receive a potential favorable review by the regulatory agencies. We needed to learn the durability of sustained expression to analyze the best evidence-based AV factor eight platform feasibility. Emerging data from ongoing clinical trials using insect cell lines or mammalian cell lines will provide evidence of the overall implication of these finds for AV liver gene therapy. Recent updates from two early phase studies using mammalian cell line, AV vectors, serotypes LKU3, sponsored by SPARC and AGU37, sponsored by Bayer, in a limited number of subjects showed the therapeutic levels of factor eight were achieved in a dose-dependent manner over a two to 3.5 years of follow-up. 
immunosuppression regimens were installed prophylactically or therapeutically to circumvent the AAV capsid mediated cellular response. However, in this park study, two out of the 17 subjects, immunosuppression did not prevent complete loss of factor eight expression. A third study enrolling 11 subjects in the insect cell line, AAV serotype six is sponsored by Fiverr, resulting in therapeutic levels of factor eight, but the data after one year is limited. Thus, the overall long-term follow-up will define the potential of other attractive strategies for AAV factor eight liver gene therapy. Understand the nuances of transgene expression and regulation when using topical normal site of transgene expression in appropriate translation models is crucial to a favorable impact in the outcome of early clinical trials to guide to advanced phases. Risk and benefit assessment of a V-based therapy has to be taken in context of available therapeutic options and gene therapy clinical development. AV-based gene therapy for pediatric non-lethal retinal degenerative diseases such as labor congenital morose type 2, but without any treatment, followed by AV for the early onset of severe neuromuscular disease, spinomuscular atrophy 1, result in recent approved drugs. In conclusion, it's interesting that the first human parenteral administration of AV vector was into the skeletal muscle of a hemophilia B subject with an excellent safety profile. Subsequently, liver direct approach for hemophilia B formed the base for further development of AAV based gene therapy for hemophilia. The maturity of AAV gene therapy for hemophilia has now been achieved and is likely to complete the full cycle to become a therapeutic option. Thank you. You've been listening to Blood Advances Talks. Please visit bloodadvances.org for more audio reviews and for information on how to subscribe to the Blood Advances Talks podcast. A full transcript of this podcast can be found online. Music for Blood Advances Talks was performed by the Art Topolo Trio and provided by Dr. Art Topolo. This presentation is copyrighted by the American Society of Hematology. We thank you for listening.